0: No, no, no. it's cool i was gonna try to sing it but <laughs> yeah, it's, cool. it's cool no you should try to sing it and then then you're like are you recording yeah so you're you're gonna record this and then put it out to people we'll see it's, it depends it's, it's, it depends I'm not, on your performance i'm not, I'm not, I'm not performing <laughs> i am strictly business this is all a
1: performance so all
0: right all right here we go all right all right <laughs> I'm, I'm not not gonna have fun this is just <laughs> this is Guys, Doopy Brothers Podcast presented by the Bradley League Game. I'm AJ down in Fredericksburg, Virginia, joined by my co-host and my brother. I am
1: Luke. I'm up, I'm up here in Philly. It is episode one thirteen.
0: One thirteen. It's like a one Kobe Jones.
1: There you go. All right.
0: Who's thirteen for the Union?
1: Um, that's a good question. I don't know.
0: Yeah, we should know that. Anyway, we'll have our fact checkers. We'll, uh, we'll get our, our best producer. people on that. Yeah, we'll get our producer to uh, get on that right now. <laughs> um nah, My computer's not working. I was going to quickly look it up. <laughs> That's your <producer>. piece. <laughs> we, 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 uh, last week we didn't record. Uh, it was St. Patrick's Day. All kinds of stuff just kept us from uh, the studio. Yeah, you um, like to
1: celebrate privately.
0: Yeah, no. And I, it was Wednesday. Wednesday was just a really sunny day. So I. Uh, indulged in the work but anyway so we got two games to talk about same one score line two games two zero two zero san jose and nycfc luke's going to talk about both of them and his in-person experience i was actually at the san jose game bundled up so I, I, i can speak to that just for a quick minute but uh yeah so and then we'll i guess we got some u.s games to talk about as we uh Try uh, get to Cutter and then Union Two stuff, and I've got a miscellaneous soccer topic of the week to, to talk about. So, um, just gonna make you wait till the end for that one. That one's it's gonna be exciting. I okay.
1: it could be anything.
0: My my hint is it's a rule change that I'm gonna propose. Oh, those are the and, best. Yes. So, but it's it's kind of real. But cool. We'll say okay.
1: we'll all see. right. All right. Good tease. All
0: right. Cool. So anyway. Uh, I got to go to my first Union game this season. Two O win over San Jose. We enjoyed some beers at Two SP before the game. Um, your buddy Andrew, my former neighbor, neighbor mm-hmm. came out to the game and Dad and uh, man, man, that was that was cold. Um, yeah, it was like snowing all day and then it stopped snowing. Uh, but
1: yeah, I mean, props well, to you for driving up in the worst of the, the weather and then. Sitting through that game, that was hey, that, yeah, that was. Thanks. I, I credits everyone for sitting through that game. That was, that was. Uh, yeah, that was a rough one.
0: Yeah, but mostly me. Um,
1: I, AJ brought a quilt to the game, and I didn't even make fun of him. That's how cold it was, and, and I should have because it was like a an old grandma quilt, and it was that cold that uh, we just let it slide.
0: It, yeah, it was a good move. It was a good move. <laughs> uh, mom suggested it, and you know what? I rocked it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, not much to talk about the game. I was uh, Santos did a good Santos thing. I feel like Santos is sometimes good, sometimes bad, but this was a good Santos thing. Yeah. Turning the man, taking it to the line, being patient, finding Burke. That was a good Santos thing. Um. But yeah, and Stag, uh scored his goal on a nice little PK. Um.
1: Yeah, the Panenka. That's that's the first we've seen in. I think there's one other one in the in union history, but that was that was cool, especially since union have been pretty terrible from the PK spot in I don't know, recent memory. So it was cool to see him hit that with confidence and good just to see it. guys like, have some comp like have that kind of confidence. So that was just like, yeah, an exciting, exciting way to cap off that game.
0: Yeah. And then we could get our frozen little butts out of there. Yep. 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 It was, yeah. Um, anyway, so let's, let's jump ahead. Uh, so at that point, Union sitting on seven points, still undefeated. Where we're going into NYCFC, who are in the midst of CCL, um, and they, yeah, they had an interesting little CCL uh, tilt, if yeah. you will. Yeah. Uh, that was yeah crazy. Surviving though, to so move on to play Seattle. Um, so side note, so. They had – and I I kind of forget, so remind me if this happened for us as we last year advanced through CCL. So they had a game against D.C. United coming up that was moved because they were going to play a Wednesday against Seattle and then the following Wednesday again. And so they had a game in the middle against D.C. United, and they moved that game for them, and they moved it to August. I only know this because I listened to the soccer podcast and Julian Gressel, was saying that's kind of like bullcrap because then in August, DC United has like three Wednesday games and he's like, it screws us over hmm. to help them basically. So did that happen for us? Did we have, do you remember if we had any games that we had rescheduled because of CCL? Because I, I did not think we did.
1: I don't think so either. I don't think this is the first time that's happened though.
0: Right. But I don't right. think
1: for us that was the case last year because I also don't think that was possible last year because like basically we had a midweek game every week. In, okay. in Lake yeah, Lake. maybe, so yeah, that, maybe, maybe that was like why we didn't, but yeah, that, yeah. it is, it, it, it is kind of sucky for DC,
0: yeah. And and it's, I right, basically, it's just another reason to hate NYCFC. Of that's course. the whole, yeah, that's the whole point, yeah. Um, yeah. uh, anyway, so Luke, you were there, um, I was let's let's. So, first question was, I texted you this, but I'll let you tell the the listeners and uh-huh. the faithful um the pitch did it seem small I,
1: yes it it definitely seems smaller it didn't seem maybe as small as i thought it could look like in my head like you we, it's, it's such a discussion how small this field is and it, and it looked small it looked like it looked like a youth youth field for like an 11 to v 11, v 11 like youth league like just like a little smaller than usual but not like you know a half you know silent right. silent kind of field it 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 looked just a little bit smaller and you could okay. t- and also like in the game you could tell that that was the case because like Andre Blake's punts and, and sixes were going like well past half line and he never does that he's not great at like kicking the ball very far and it was getting like you know pretty far down the field so you could just tell like by that like little perception that like okay this field is is smaller
0: right right and there there was also the play with uh Sean Johnson Byron right. one and he just cleared all 20 field players um, and went to their guy and we'll get, we'll get to that play. But like, yeah. yeah, you don't, you just don't see that very often on a real soccer field.
1: With Not with that much ease. Cause like definitely go right, yeah. and like kick it that far. But like with that ease, like it just, yeah, it was, it, it was odd.
0: Yeah. Cause even before he kicked that, he screamed out, I'm not even kicking that hard. And then the <laughs> ball went all the way. And so, um, all right. Uh, what do you think of like the stadium as this, like, uh, Viewer viewing point, um, it, yeah, it was like, weird. Concessions, um, that kind of stuff. Like, did it feel like a soccer stadium as you're walking around
1: it? It was a very, it's a very nice stadium. Like, I think baseball stadiums are usually pretty nice. Um, but and this one, like, it's a somewhat newer one, and it and Yankee Stadium is is very nice. Um, so like the concessions was all like it was all nice to walk around. Me and my wife got there a little early just to like walk around the the, the stadium event so it was cool. But yeah for a soccer game it's very weird obviously um it's like because the baseball stadiums are all pretty open you know it's a pretty open space right so and yet the field is so small it's so it's very weird so like the atmosphere like wasn't really happening like uh, nyc supporter group like we were on i was on the opposite of the, the nyc supporter group and like they were a guest making noise but like you couldn't really hear them and that's not to say that they weren't loud or anything, but, like, just with the way it's just an open area that, like, it wouldn't—I it, don't know how that, that stadium could create any sort of exciting or intimidating atmosphere for even, like, the highest, like, playoff game. So just kind of—and that just kind of, like, sucks for just general soccer fans and especially NYC fans. I'm sure that's—I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure they're the most frustrated with, with the situation. But, yeah, it was just odd. And then, like, for this game, I wasn't sure where to get tickets or you know, where to was right, yeah. because you you don't know. It's not like a, obviously you don't know where you're not going to be like on top of the field because of the way the shape is. It's just so weird. So I, I got us tickets right behind the, like right, literally right behind the Yankees dugout, which is like really cool. So I was like, oh, like even just that in itself was like going to be a cool experience. We were like right on the like front row kind of thing. It's so like, Oh, this is, this is cool. But it was like, we were front row, but like not very close to this, not as close to the pitch as, any other front row seat would be in any uh-huh. other stadium. So like, just kind of weird. And like, it, it was still it was a cool experience. Like we had, you know, nice seats and everything, but um yeah, it was just interesting. And it was, yeah, just very, very unique experience. And um the, the sons of Ben traveled well, they were like sitting kind of behind us above us um on, on our side. And so they they all traveled pretty well. And like I, they were, they were singing a jam pretty loudly. So there, it was cool to have them kind of, behind us and, and we we're on the right side in the, in that regard. But yeah, it was just, it was just kind of weird.
0: All right. Yeah. Were you intimidated at all by, uh, the banner? Like it's gotta be kind of rough to walk in <laughs> and see a championship banner. It,
1: it was the first thing I looked for in the stadium and it, it took true. some look, it took some searching, but I found it. Um, yeah. yeah, it was... yeah you
0: got a great picture on Twitter that yeah. <laughs> it's great stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just it's just a bummer of a situation there. And it's I it doesn't seem like it's gonna be changing anytime soon. And I know this is a conversation that that's been had a lot and I'm not sure I'm saying anything new. It just is it it's kinda of just sucks.
0: Yeah. Hey, yeah. 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 Um, all right. So let's move into some soccer that was played. Yeah. And uh there. So um first Oh no, I wanted to talk about my cause uh yeah, I. Had a yeah, talk about uh, you now. Uh, so I am away market. So I did not get um, H- Higginbotham Botham and uh, who's the other JP. Um, I I had oh gosh, I forget his names. Um, anyway, but the broadcast was terrible. They uh, <laughs> I it seemed like they did not really do much research on the Union team, like most how many broadcasts do. Um, I was like seeing Dave Leno's boards showing all the stuff that he researches. Um, This, this just didn't feel like they knew much about the union team. They really talked like constantly about our two center backs and, which is great. Yeah, they are awesome, but there was very little information and uh, very little that they brought to the game. Then there was like weird directorial cuts where they like, I felt like I was missing. I, I definitely missed some things um and so it was, it was very weird they yeah I didn't think the production was very good and uh yeah so even at home
1: a game at Yankee stadium will suck so that's good to get right,
0: yeah 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 all right but <laughs> now now the soccer now yeah. let's talk about soccer But right, that's Come like on. that's a good stuff so um free kick we'll, we'll talk kind of like big moments here um free kick Wagner Carranza lays it off Bedoya puts it in you're, and you and you picked Bedoya in our little fancy draft to begin the year. Yeah, he's doing well for and me. Wagner. So well done to you. I had Carranza, so I got one assist there. But there you go. Um, I, I guess guess you gotta start with a hey, great props to Bedoya. Two goals on the year already. He looks <laughs> looks he's playing well. Um,
1: that was a smooth finish too.
0: Yeah. Then then also Wagner to Carranza has produced multiple goals this year that's true like directly from his foot to his foot uh the first one was the Gazdag goal yeah and then this one um even the second goal we'll get into tonight uh that was also Wagner and Carranza were involved um Carranza man he's he's looking like a player I think he's I mean I, I feel like we've already said that he'll get like a bit of a leash and leeway just being a new striker but right. like he he's taking it man he's i really enjoy it it's almost like he's almost like our own castellanos in a way like i feel like he's a bit of a pest kind of annoying mm-hmm. to it, opponents but without being a dick about it like yeah. like yeah like he's drawing yellows he's getting he's drawing fouls and stuff he's mm-hmm. also being productive but He's not like he doesn't have a face that makes you want to punch it, you know. That's true. That, like,
1: that's, that's a big point. <laughs> yeah. Because Castiano's like, man,
0: oof. Ah, uh, yeah, and we'll get into that scuffle, but uh-huh. man, um, yeah, no, that's true, and I, and
1: I do feel like he's gaining that that chemistry that you're talking about with Wagner. But even with like I've seen it a lot with Gazdog as well. Like that chemistry is building quickly, more probably more quickly than we would expect for a guy this this new to the team. Yeah. Um, so that's exciting, and and we still haven't seen him and you play, and I uh, really just haven't seen you play at all. But like, I think the way he's been able to connect with guys and set other guys up for for scoring chances is really encouraging. Being that we haven't even seen him play with our potentially best striker on this team, so like once the, we once we get that gelling, like this this could be a super super exciting attack, and that one that we maybe have never seen the Union have.
0: And him being good right now makes it much easier for you to come in and Mm -hmm. also easier for the union to uh, slow play him as he's coming back from injury because now it's not like he's entering a team that's mid-table and needs goals. It's he's coming into a team that's already working and he doesn't have that pressure thrust upon him right away as the new guy. It's like the the team's fine right now. And we are... Just adding to something that's already good, and so yeah, that's that's got to make everyone feel better about the U.S. thing as well,
1: right? And then on top of that, uh, Gazdag is playing incredibly. So like, just the, having that number ten that has that confidence and has the 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 comfort level to to support his strikers is, is just another level of of I don't know, added encouragement for when when you're in. So yeah, it it just. Very, very positive for this unit attack, which has been the question mark going to the season.
0: Yeah. I still see every time Godstag like does something good, people tweet out, where are all the Godstag like- <laughs> haters now? And it's like... Dude, I feel like they've been gone for a while. Right? Nah, I still see it, man. I'm like, dude, he wasn't good for so long. Like, he wasn't good at the beginning. Like, yeah. it's like and like it's okay to have a change like he yeah. he's improved he's gotten used to mls yeah and it's very exciting um uh, you don't i don't know
1: yeah you don't have to like point to the negativity to yeah like, something encouraging yeah. yeah yeah
0: it's like come on like let it be yeah. it's like work yeah anyway, um but probably the biggest play of the game was uh sean johnson blasting the ball over everyone and uh, what, what Rodriguez or whatever the little dude's mm-hmm. name was. Yep. Um, looked like he had a great touch, a, a sweet little move around Blake. And then Elliot uh, kind of ran into the back of him. Mm-hmm. Clear red card. Uh, no real arguments there. Yep. Elliot didn't even, I mean, there's nothing Elliot really could say or do um, to change the ref's mind. Right. But man, so again, I'm watching the NYCFC broadcast. They're never once brought up that there could have been a handball. And, uh, <laughs> then dad texts something about a handball and I was like, I, yeah, maybe he fell on the ball and it hit his hand. And that's like, and so then, then you actually see what's, what we're supposed to see. And I was like, holy crap, this is amazing. Like this, this is the second time in the early season, uh, that VAR has bailed us out of a goal, right. uh, out of giving out a goal, giving yeah. up a goal. And, um,
1: and like a crucial moment too, because this this was when the game was at one zero, and what like middle of the first half, so like plenty of game would have been left with potentially down a man, and then most likely giving up that goal on that, on that PK.
0: Yeah, I I started frantically trying to refresh DraftKings, seeing what my uh <laughs> was at that moment. Like, God, I'll okay, get this money back real quick. <laughs> so yeah, VAR is fantastic. I've completely reversed my stance on video replay. Because, <laughs> um all right so momentum just like in the montreal game right after that happens the union come down and score the same i mean it's the same thing montreal we gave up a goal var and then like within the next 10 minutes we score so to take well like in that one to take the lead to this one put the game a little further out of reach um mm-hmm wagner throw into santos who knocks it down to carranza who plays it across the bedoya who takes the ball and plays it to harrell one time to gazdag it was just like holy crap what a play and there was so much so much good um
1: yeah it was one of those cool plays where it's just like it just the ball just kind of was following the momentum and it was mm -hmm. like as it was going across and you could see the Harrell run and you just like say like oh, play play like you wanted to play and you know sometimes the guy on the ball does something else but it all it all just hit step by step into the right or into the right right person at the right 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 moment. And then Harrell hits this that perfect ball right to the the back post. Like right it, literally like the, the tightest little uh little window he found to, to get to the back post where Gazdag uh, was trailing, making that trailing run. And yeah, it was just a well executed goal by like there's like what five guys.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six. Six. So was going to make a burger joke, but yeah, not six guys. Wow. <laughs> um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah. So we, we had this Liverpool throw-in coach over here in the season, Right. I, I, don't, I don't know if that had anything to do with this play where, you you know.
1: Maybe. You, I don't know. Yeah, like I don't yeah, really know
0: what was happening with that coach. One guy who heads it back to the trailing guy, and then you get out of that space right away and find the open area. Um, I'll say when it was the first time I was watching it, I didn't want Bedoya to get the ball. I thought Harrell was coming in with momentum and I thought he was going to be the better play to like... I, I wanted Harrell to run onto it and shoot it first time. Uh-huh. Um, but I loved... Obviously, I loved the result, but just the way that Bedoya took it and uh, it kind of froze, froze their outside back where he had to make a decision and wait until... Uh, Talos Magno came over to cover Bedoya and so that just gave Harriel more of a lane to run into which was nice then the way Harriel kind of sets up on the ball he never touches it he runs with it and then he kind of takes like a I don't know it's almost like he steps outward a little bit to then come into the ball to play it so well laterally yeah Um, just just the technique behind it all was so I mean you know Gazdag. yeah obviously he gets the goal but uh, anyway i i could have put it on frame possibly at Gazdag's spot like they everyone just made the goal so smooth and easy that yeah. uh yeah yeah you know, so easy a caveman could do it
1: <laughs> that's like quite the throwback
0: yeah <laughs> but
1: <laughs> to give credit to Gazdag, like, i think he's done really well at just like finding the right spot to be in on the like inside the box he's He's doing the things that you want the, a number ten to do, just finding those those pockets where the ball should end up or could end up, and just being uh, dangerous on the box. It's it's something that we never really saw Montero do, and honestly, even Aronson um, was struggling to do it at that point in his career when he was with the Union. So having a guy don't like
0: you uh... – da- Aronson is a god, and don't you ever talk bad of him. Fair. You're the reason he's in the position he's in now. Uh, I see. Oof. All right.
1: Wow. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll take it back. I take it back. All um, right. But yeah, it's it just uh, God's dog is is really clicking, and that's just nice. I'll move yeah, on. Move on from play, there.
0: As you watch that play develop, him and Santos are both running into the box, and Santos kind of slows up. Um, I don't know. I don't know if there's like communication between the two, where, or if there's a plan where like Carranza's is taking the back post and Santos is kind of creating depth for a more shallow cross, but. Um, I like seeing that they weren't making the same exact run at the same exact spot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if like Harold's cross was, you know, a little further back, Santos was in a good spot for that as well. So, mm-hmm. all in all, it's just a great play. And so, let's just continue on the Harrell train. Because um, not only did he create that goal, he also saved a goal, which is, I, I don't know, more exciting. Just as exciting, just as exciting, Yeah, but the just header line, yeah. man, that was what a crucial play and just clutch awareness for, for a young 20 year old defender coming in, and just, Oh, my goalie stepped out. Let me step back to the line. Okay. Yeah. And then to have the ability to do it without roofing it into his own net, right. like that, that, that had to be so nerve wracking.
1: Yeah, it seemed like from just like his body language that it was just like an instinct play. He wasn't really thinking about it, so like he just was naturally found that spot and just knew what to do, get it clear it out as as much as possible. Um, which is it just which is cool to see, just him having the the defensive instincts to like naturally find himself in that position and then execute that play. That is yeah, very nerve wracking.
0: Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That uh, if that's if that's anyone else, I would uh... die. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would hit it right into the crossbar, have it hit me <laughs> back in the head and go in. <laughs> um, all right, cool. So Herial, yeah, team of the week, absolutely deserved it. Definitely. Props, up. shouts to our guy. Yeah, Credit to you for getting his jersey. Yeah, was, was wearing it that
1: night. day too, so I felt good about it, yeah. It was, oh, it nice. Awesome.
0: Were you able to take off your jacket and like, show the then Yeah, it, yeah, it actually
1: turned into a pretty nice day. It was supposed to be rainy and gross, but it was, like, when we were there, it was, the sun was out, so yeah, I was rocking the jersey, it was, it was nice.
0: Nice, man. Well done. Well done. Um, only other thing to talk about this game was the scuffle end of the game or second half. Uh I don't know Blake kind of started it, which was pretty cool. Or different.
1: Um I mean, he he held onto the ball that he thought debate he, he was he felt like it was it was his ball. It was a six and not not a not a corner because he like kind of grabbed it and I guess the ball was out of bounds and that was what the call was. But then Castellanos immediately jumped into his face to try to grab the ball, even though like he's trying to take a quick corner. I feel like that's not really something you do too often because you have to run away to the corner anyway. Like it's, I don't know. He was, Castellanos just being a pest and that just, yeah. and then Union guys came in to try to protect Blake and then that's, you know, things just kept escalating and, you know, there's some hotheads on both teams. So it it was, a, you know, an eventful little little scuffle.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was fun to see. I feel like it's fun, been fun to see. Yeah, I mean it's just been it's been too long since we've seen the Union get into that and I feel like yeah. they uh they like they like those moments. I feel like mm-hmm. no one shied, no one shied away. Definitely. Uh you had Quinn Sullivan running to get onto the field right oh. at that point. Oh yeah. Um
1: yeah, it, it just shows that there's a there is a little bit of uh a rivalry forming from these teams, just a little bit of I don't know, hatred between the two and between after the the conference finals and then a game like this, like there's stuff these are the kind of things that build that kind of uh distaste for each other, if you will.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh,
1: yeah. There it seems like there's potential p- potential for, to be some, um, I don't know, discipline to, towards Santos and maybe some others because of because of that scuffle. But as of now, we we haven't heard anything. But it, it, from the pictures that we've seen, it seems likely.
0: Yeah. All right, so this game we ended up with like 27% per session or right. something like that. Yeah. Very low. Yeah. Um, does that concern you at all?
1: I don't think so. Mainly, mainly because we got the two early goals. So, like, once you go up, you know, why do you need the ball, especially this, this team? Um, but also with how good our defense is, how good Blake is, and just how comfortable they are in playing this style, like, it didn't seem like it was obviously a nerve wracking game because, you know, we. Never won in ak Stadium. It, things always seem to turn around against us there. So like, it's so always still on the edge of my seat throughout the game. But just the way this team is set up, it it doesn't seem to matter, and I'm okay with it as long as like the results are showing that it it really doesn't matter. So I, I I'm not super concerned. Are Are you?
0: No, and and I don't think I ever was during the game. It was like really weird, and I never felt like we were. I I did not feel like it was that lopsided of a game. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like a lot of it was just kind of the way we attacked on that field. Like it felt like we were doing a lot more just kind of more direct, straight up the field kind of play, and it wasn't conducive to adding to that possession number. Yeah. Um yeah. But but yeah, yeah, I never never felt worried and uh yeah, never felt like we were really under pressure. And so yeah, I was
1: just and it, and it's and it's weird it doesn't seem like the Union I don't know. I I I can't say the Union's playing style is super ugly. Like it's not like the most attractive like tiki-taka type of soccer, but like they're still doing soccer things, you know? Like there's still the quality on what they do with the ball when they do have the ball. So it's not like they don't know what they're doing. You know, it's not like a, the a result yeah. of them like being dumb on the ball or whatever.
0: Yeah, it's yeah.
1: it's just the way they're set up and it's it's obviously working so it's let's just let's try
0: with it who's the dumbest on the ball right now who would you say
1: <laughs> Do, I could give you I can give you my union worse that's kind of where I was going um
0: let's jump into it then. You okay, mean, okay.
1: union Uh I, I would say Martinez he's just he's frustrating when he's trying to take the ball out of the back he gives up the ball too easily when he should be finding an easy pass um but uh, obviously he still does a lot of positives on the ball on the field so that but that he he's he was my my union where it's just because of that's the only thing i could i could find that out of a, out of this game because there's
0: a lot of positives yeah yeah absolutely um because yeah, he he's the one who came to my mind too and he's so night and day like sometimes i see him on the ball and you just see him do something that no one else on the union will do where he'll he'll make a turn or make a play where you are just like mm, he's the only one on the field who's gonna think to make that turn to beat these two defenders or something.
1: Yeah, and bold enough to pull try to pull it off.
0: Yeah. yeah. The frustrating is sometimes it's like twenty yards from our goal. And yeah he doesn't it, so
1: and there's a clear outlet that he should right, be making yeah. it. He's trying to make it more difficult. Um so yeah that's that was because of that he is my union worse, but you know still did a lot of positives.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't even know if I I don't even know if I have one. Uh yeah
1: that's it was tough.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe Sullivan because he came in and I didn't know he was in. I mean, okay. I knew he, I knew he was in, but I didn't see him do anything. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah. he wasn't really put in a position to do anything because we didn't even have the ball. But yeah. Yeah. that's just me being picky. You knew him best. I mean, if it's not Harrell, let's take him out of the equation because it's got to okay. be him. Yeah, who's your next?
1: Um, I'd say Gleznis. I mean, I I I feel like we just have. We, I don't know we just had to, guys playing such great defense and, and he's been I'd say our best defender so I'm just gonna go to him nice nice all right all right all right
0: yeah I'll go uh gosh I'll go with my guy Carranza yeah just enjoying enjoying watching him play I'm just happy to have a new striker I think it's just like I said he, he really can't do wrong until he does wrong
1: <laughs> he hasn't scored a goal yet so it's it's interesting to say that to, about a striker
0: that's true that's true Grant, he's created, he's created multiple. No, I agree. Uh, he,
1: I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. It's just interesting that we're so positive on a striker who hasn't scored yet.
0: Yeah, that's true. But yeah, like I said, it, these strikers, they're going to have a leash because they're not who we had. Yes, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I'm not even a psych major, but you would think so. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's go ahead. We'll take a break. After a break, we'll come back. We'll talk about U.S. versus Mexico and Panama and Costa Rica and uh, Union 2. And uh, I got a rule change that I think we should talk about. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say that would be good for the game, but that's not it. (laughs) All right, cool. Come back after this. Hey, guys, Tippy Brothers, Brotherly Game. Thanks for listening Uh, and coming back to listen some more. um
1: we have us to talk about which is always fun because they are never stressful and always do what we expect them to do
0: yeah uh so yeah obviously we're playing mexico we're yeah. missing a handful of dudes unfortunately our guy mr brendan aronson also that that was a weird little like two-day saga of right. we'll hear won't he like oh uh, it just reminded me of like when i asked my wife if she wanted to marry me, I was like, come on, <laughs> I'm just kidding. She said yes right away. Um,
1: <laughs> but yeah. But- yeah. It was weird because it was like conflicting reports that initially he was out and he didn't play in his last Salzburg game because of an injury, but he was still going to travel to the, to the U S camp to possibly play and be day to day. But then it just, re- they just declared him out for a couple weeks or whatever. Um, so it's a bummer and this, and it, yeah, in that time frame it, like I, I saw that, like he was the only player that has played in every world cup qualifying game in this cycle of what's now, mm-hmm. which is kind of wild Yeah, that, that our, our guy is just out there doing it. Um, so, and it also just makes it like, extra sad that you he, he can't be here for these, these last, this last window and this, this crucial, crucial, crucial stage. Um, but, um. Uh, it's just is what it is. And he's not the only one that's going to be out. We have McKenney's out and Turner's out and Des is out. And it's, I mean, there's a bunch of other great guys that are, that are fine. But this is just adds a little bit of stress level that, that uh, all no, yeah, of us yeah, are yeah. feeling because we're all still scarred from, from the last cycle. And even though we're in a decent position, it just doesn't, it does not feel like it. No matter what anyone can say, I will not feel okay about this team until. There is an X next to their name or whatever they do to make make signify that we've
0: qualified. Yeah, there are more guys out than uh, Pride Parade. Okay, (laughs) Uh, okay, pretty good job. Yeah, yeah, okay, you got a lot of guys out. All right, yeah, okay, okay. Um, um, So, if I gave you a hundred dollars and uh, you've got three bets you have to make, okay, yeah, one bet is the union or the U.S. win one bet is the US tie and one bet is both teams score
1: is and this is just mexico
0: just mexico yeah no yeah just just two teams on the field okay no U. US versus mexico yeah so yeah okay. how much would you put on the U- US to uh win
1: so it's win tie and two both teams to score yep um i would put gosh that's tough. Any money
0: left over goes on a bet for Christian Pulisic to score.
1: Okay. Am I factoring in the odds of? Because I feel like the Union, the U.S. odds of winning are, you know, more better payout than a tie.
0: Um. Uh, is that a
1: factor, or is it just my I think likelihood of these things happening?
0: Just likelihood of those things. We okay. can it Percentages, okay. if you want.
1: Okay. Um. I put like. 20 on the win maybe like 40 on tie and then so i have 40 left i would put 40 on the uh both teams to score i guess
0: okay all right cool. I,
1: yeah i don't i don't it's just i, I have no idea what's gonna happen in this game like mm-hmm. it could be zero zero and, and be great or terrible it could be like i don't, I don't even like it is such a weird game to try to predict what could happen. Cause we don't even like, it could be like a, there's been all this talk of playing beat the B, B team because we want to focus everything on Panama and we have guys with yellows, but it's a, a massive game in Mexico against like, you know, our biggest rival in a crucial stage of our qualify qualification cycle. So like, it's just, the most stressful time to be a US fan. Um what, what would be your percentages on this game, though?
0: Um. Uh. Well, thanks for being original and coming up with uh your own thing to ask me. Um. <laughs> dude, bro, I, I'm going $100 US win. All right. Crazy. Uh. Crazy. Crazy rich. <laughs> um. All right. So yeah. So then then I wanted to talk about the uh yeah. Where do you go? Where do you stand as far as playing? full strength or as full as we can be tomorrow, like go and balls the wall. Let's get this win tomorrow. Or let's see if we can squeak out a result and focus on Panama.
1: Hmm. I, I don't fully believe in the like B team and then focus just on Panama. But like, I get some of it. I, I think, I'd, I think you'd go like a kind of like a hybrid and like rest guys, like Tyler Adams, who's on a yellow and, I don't know. It's just, it's weird because then it's like, if he gets, hmm, I I would, I would, I would do a hybrid. I, I wouldn't be like a full rotation. I would have like, ha, you know, half the starters or half the A team in, in Mexico and half in
0: Panama. And so in that case, what, uh, well, I assume you mean half in Mexico and then all of them in, Panama? No,
1: i guess yeah that's true yeah that's, i guess that's okay. what i meant yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: and so what would so if you're you're playing like half of your main dudes um what like i mean are you are you hoping for a tie at that point are you
1: i mean yeah a-, a tie would be fantastic i think
0: okay
1: right. i i would yeah tie in in the azteca yeah that sounds great um i know we've like had mexico's number and they're not like the strongest of teams right now so like i get that there's like maybe a push to try to go for the win but at this point as long as they survive and are able to get a full strength team in panama against panama i think that's fine i guess Mm -hmm. it's i'm i I go back and forth what's what's your take on the whole prioritizing and whether or not to play all your starters in mexico
0: ah once again asking me a good question
1: um (laughs) (laughs) i mean you asked me i i assume you have your own take
0: yeah no, not one bit. Um, I think one. I'm glad I'm not the one making this choice. Yes, yeah. super, super tough. But I, I think it's tough to look at your team and say, "Hey, let's let's try to at least get a tie." And I think it's tough to say, "Hey, Christian, I know you're better than." I don't know who would play ahead of him in this.
1: I mean, Jordan Morris would be on his side, you know?
0: Yeah. Hey, Chris, I know, I know you're better than Jordan, but we're going to start with him and maybe, maybe I'll put you in for the last 20 if it's close and we think we can go for it. Like, I feel like that's a tough spot because then Jordan's like, all right, well, I, I know I'm not Christian Pulisic. And so our team is going, I, I don't know. It's just like, it, it just sends like such a not great message. I feel like if you put out a lineup that just seems content, if you're going like, cause then it's also like, it's like when a team comes and just says, all right, well we're going to start with one forward and play pretty much nine guys behind the ball. And I mean, I get it. Like, you're looking for results. But at the same time, it's like, this is U.S. Mexico. Like, I don't know. I I, yeah, I, have, it, um...
1: it, I think it's, it's really the hang-up. If this was even against Canada, it'd be a way different mentality. Because, yeah, it's just like weird to like, think about taking a game off against Mexico. Like, that in a game that like actually means something. It's not just like a random friendly or even like Gold Cup. It's like, how could we not do all that we can to set us set ourselves up for success in this game but I also get it because like you know like the last cycle like we're just scarred from this last cycle and and that that one of the one of the crucial mistakes in that game that cycle was that Bruce Renner didn't rotate his lineup enough and those guys were exhausted in in Trinidad so like you don't want to repeat that exact mistake but I don't know it's just a weird fine line and I don't know I have I have an original question though. If you have nothing else to say about this game or about it, it about that topic,
0: I'm I have nothing else to say. Okay, to... Well,
1: because this is such a difficult spot for like Greg Berhalter, and he gets so much crap. And like before, you know, I feel like before he became the U.S. coach, he was really pretty well regarded and well liked as like a, the Columbus coach. There was a lot of success. He was, a, you know, pretty likable dude. Do you want Jim Curran to be the, the U.S. head coach because like? Everyone mostly hates Greg Peralta right now. And I feel like no matter what, that's just the case with U.S. men's soccer fans and this coaching position. Like, do you want to put Jim into that situation?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a hmm. First of all, credit to you for coming up with the question. Uh-huh. I like that. I like that a lot. Because uh, it's, it's a good one. I'm going to give credit where credit's due.
1: And like, how much years gets taken off of this man's life because of the stress of this job?
0: Um, yeah. But can you imagine him coaching in 2026, leading the USA to the World Cup championship?
1: With both the Aronsons?
0: Both Aronsons. Andre Blake makes a one-time <laughs> switch. He just, uh, you know, Leon Flock's obviously playing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 It's that's tough because, yeah, I don't know if I'd want him in that spot, but
1: I also like, I get it. It's also like it's the top level U.S. coaching job or America. Yeah. I guess that's maybe not true because you can go to like Premier League and that's probably a high right.
0: League. Yeah. Then, there, yeah, I was going to say that's kind of like another wrinkle in the question is like, is the U.S. national team job higher than a Premier League? Like, Like, yeah. Cause you see a guy like who fun gets let go by man United and ends up coaching some international team. Like, I don't know. It's not always a step up or the highest ring on the ladder. Right. Uh, So it might not be the best for his career. And yeah, so I, I think I'd be okay with him not doing that.
1: I think so too, because I think I'd be so like, we like him so much. We'd be so like worried for him yeah in a way
0: yeah I feel like there's other steps in his career that I would rather see him
1: yeah and yeah I guess but I guess it's also like it's a that's usually national team coaches aren't there for a super long time like yeah. it's a max two cycle and that's pretty rare so like max right. eight years yeah. which I, I I mean it's not that that's not a short amount of time but for the amount of like important games it doesn't feel like that much I don't know
0: yeah, and then there's the selfish side of me that's like, well, if he was the U.S. coach, we would like see him and hear about him more often than. Yeah, yeah, it puts him in that like. Yeah, bigger I mean, spotlight whatever. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, good one, man. Good one. Uh let's let's move on. Um. Uh, oh, do you want to make a prediction on the U.S. game?
1: I really don't. I like. I'm not even going to put bets on this game. I think it's it's going to be just too stressful and unpredictable. Are you, are you putting anything on this game?
0: Uh, you know, I'm, I'm too stupid not to. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. I'll just leave it at that. I'll, I'll probably throw my whole bankroll on, uh, the U S or yeah. maybe I'll. Yeah. Let me, Is there, let me see where do you have the odds up right now? Mm-mm, no, no. Nah. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll work on finding it and then, uh, we'll talk about it. Um, all right. So you, uh, was that union too? Yeah, they have their home
1: or season opener this this Sunday. It's a home game against Cincinnati too. Um, so that's exciting. I feel like this new league is gonna be just I don't know, kind of a, a mystery, but it it should be pretty interesting just seeing these getting to see these young guys in a in a solid you know actual league and not just like random friendlies that they were doing last year and all it's all under MLS. So it's I don't know it's Kind of weird, but kind of interesting. So we're it's going to be um, against a lot of other MLS two teams, and then like Rochester or something like random teams like that. But um, it's, yeah, they, I think I'm,
0: they they uh, have Jamie Vardy on their team, right?
1: I think he's like in the ownership group.
0: Nah, I'm pretty sure he plays for them now.
1: Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I think this is going to be a team that I'm going to try to get, try to go out to see a lot because. There's a lot of young. Obviously, like we want to see who's next in the pipeline, and Union are are creating these really talented players, so it's gonna be cool to see them in an actual league and hopefully do some play some uh, good soccer. Um, but among those guys is someone that the Union just signed. or Union two just signed, I guess, is uh, Jose Riasco, who's been like a rumored signing for like months now. Who's a Vel- Venezuelan striker out of yeah out of Venezuela. Um, He's like 18 years old and looks like the union bought him for like about a million dollars. So a pretty decent amount for a, a teenage striker um, to be put on the union two team, but he seems really promising. And there's been a lot of positives that have said about him. Ernst Tanner is, was seemed to be pretty heavily involved in this signing. So it seems like he believes in him and this kid could uh, come up to the first team relatively soon, possibly. Um, but it, so that's exciting especially especially since like you know striker has obviously been the i don't know the downfall of this team so seeing Tanner go all in on just finding first team signings and then even you know backing it up with some some guys for the future would is is pretty cool so hopefully we get to see Riasco in the Union 2 games um soon but yeah I don't know it just seems exciting and and I feel like I always enjoyed watching the Union 2 games when they were uh, in the USL championship or whatever it was. Um but so it's cool to see them have them kind of have back onto like an actual platform in a league.
0: Yeah. And it's cool that for union fans, like they actually are meaningful. It's not just like a dump in of players who aren't on the first team. It's yeah. it's actual guys who have a shot at making the union, which is yeah. really
1: cool. Yeah, it's it's part of an, a pathway that's been defined and utilized a lot with this with this team. So a lot of these guys should have a decent chance at being guys for the for the future in the union.
0: Yeah. Um, U.S. odds are plus two eighty five. So if I okay. put if I put a solid hundo on them, I win two eighty five. <laughs> there you go. Go for but it. it You'll have to tell me. <laughs>
1: All right, let's get to this. You have this soccer rule that you've been teasing. Let's get to get into it.
0: Oh yeah, just kidding. I had nothing. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, so uh, I forget what made me think of this during the NYCFC game, but I immediately wrote it in my phone to talk to you about. So what if... So here's a rule change that I would like to propose to Luke and we'll run it up to FIFA, um, at least MLS. That's usually how the the, the
1: hierarchy goes, run through me that's and then that, that, Me they're they're FIFA, yep.
0: That's what they prefer. Yep. Yes, they don't want me going straight to FIFA. Mm-hmm. Um, what if there was no goal box... But goalies could only hold the ball for three seconds max. Okay. Right. So goalies can come out wherever to get the ball.
1: That's okay. the first
0: thing. Now, no goal box also means there aren't PKs. If there's a foul, you get you get a, a free kick from wherever. So if it's in this by the six or whatever. So for instance, this past game, um, Elliot takes down that guy, doesn't score. NYC gets a free kick right there at like the seven yard line or seven yards from, from, uh, the touch. Um, and then a goalie can hold the ball for only three seconds. So despite being able to like come out wherever they can't hold the ball for six seconds. Um, right.
1: Or like just run it up the field.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Try to advance it a little bit, but at the same time, like you, you gotta get rid of it within three seconds. Yeah. Um, so it's not like, yet yeah, they can advance it. So the gold box doesn't really become an issue.
1: Right. Huh. That is interesting. I'm trying to figure it, think of like any holes and like deep flaws in this that I would like, that's why the box is there other than just, you know, containing where the goalie can use his hands. That's interesting. I, I, I'm honestly not against this rule.
0: Uh-huh. Because huh. then, you, I mean, it eliminates like the goalie holding the ball on the crowd. Yeah, chance. maybe it was because the crowd was counting in the NYCS. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that yeah, that's like a thing that happens, but like it's they bounce the ball, and I feel like that's why they how it resets or whatever the rule is. But it's not really a thing that ever gets called. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and, and but be- and like they're gonna like even though they could hold the ball wherever, like they're gonna stay be- at goal because that's their job. Hmm. Huh.
0: I guess part of it would be they they can only use their hands on their own side of the on the of the field.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they they can't yeah. go into the
0: other side of the field and and right you know, right yeah that that would become a like a rugby thing or whatever I don't know. Yeah, but then there'd be like this potential of like you're pushing, you got all the guys up in a corner, but you keep your goalie back. Now they can use their hands to stop a fast break and then launch it into the box or something. I feel like it like yeah. There's an, it almost feels like a handball-esque. Right.
1: Right. But then it's also like, if the goalie's out, like you can try to just kick it into goal from right. Minute. Yeah. Whatever. yeah like, a, not yeah. that
0: that's like an easy thing to do, but it's,
1: you know, possible.
0: Huh? Like it, Yeah. It would add some, like everyone always is like, oh, goal of the year. They shot it in from midfield. And it's like, all right. Yeah. That's like, that was, that was really cool. Yeah. Okay. And so it could increase that possibility. Right. Right.
1: Um, huh? Yeah, I'm. I'm not against this. All right, that's not bad. That's not bad. That's. I think out of all the rules you propose, I think this is the one that has the most interest to it. Nice. There's. There's got to be a flaw to it that I just can't think of in the moment. But yeah, that's that's interesting.
0: No, yeah, I've I've looked at it a hundred different ways. I it. (laughs) My way, your way, ninety eight other ways. Um.
1: Yeah, huh. so, hey. I'm well, I'm I'm very excited for like someone to tweet at us like, oh, this is why this is a stupid rule. I, I'm yeah. I'm really excited for that to happen because I can't think of it right now. And I'm, I'm kinda of frustrated with myself that there's there's gotta be something that's like make this makes this like not like not work. Like other than like obviously just a fundamental to the game is very different.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was trying to think if there's like a PK like r p k PK is like a super necessary thing to have and like
1: I mean, I indirect think- free kicks inside the box are kind of awesome, right? Or a free Absolutely. kick, or p- yeah, like those free kicks in the box are kind of awesome, um,
0: right? Yeah, if you get a like direct free kick from seven yards out, you could set your wall up. But yeah, it, it's you always put a pleasantness behind that ball. Who's not watching that? <laughs> oh, who's yeah. not going to turn in to watch him just hit this ball as hard as he can at ten guys standing on a goal line?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh huh. I like that
0: all right not bad not bad cool man all right so my next one is about clown shoes and goalies (laughs) all right that's the time that's time for tonight (laughs) i think we figure (laughs) out no i'm excited that uh you didn't hate that one yeah all right nice i'll uh email it's probably fifa at gmail.com
1: yeah that's probably what it is yeah just go for it
0: cool all right so I, i guess we don't even have any uh Union bets make no, no games this weekend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I nice. can't imagine there's going to be any bet, any, uh, on something you need to, but, uh, if there are, maybe I'd put something on it.
0: Yeah. Uh, us was plus 285. Did I say that already? Yeah, right? you did. You did. All right. Cool. 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 Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um,
1: yeah. Well, so cool. that, that, I think we should just ended on that.
0: Yeah. Uh, next week, me and Luke, um, I don't know, maybe we'll record, maybe not, but, uh, we might put out something fun on, uh, the tweeter. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. And, uh, yeah, I, I guess we just got to say thanks for listening, everyone. It was, it's been a while. So uh, thanks for listening, and just keep on being good people. Union Gold!